When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Puma Podcast. There's no saints. They have records of crime. They have records of, of, of wrongdoing. But then you ask, why? <laughs> why? And what other options do they have? Right? What other options do you have? And what are options available for, for the kids? In the last episode, we talked the about the word there. addict and how it stops people from conversing, engaging, or thinking. Basta banggitin mo ang addict, tapos na ang usapan. Lalo na ang word na pusher. Basta ang napatay, addict, o lalo na pusher, wala nang debate. No more need to talk about due process, justice, or even economics. Using drugs may be, in many cases, a poor, ill-informed, unfortunate, and complicated choice. But life teaches us that choices are different from people. Because bad decisions are different from understandable motivations. When it comes to bad drugs, research tells us, there are not only good people using, many drug users, and I'll say it, even small-time drug peddlers have good, completely understandable intentions. So, sige, in this episode, let's pick up where addict and pusher allow many Filipinos to just leave the conversation. Why do people use drugs? And why would anyone sell drugs? Hello, ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. At ako po si Gideon Lasco, editor of Drugs and Philippine Society. This is episode 5, season 2 of Tokhang sa Tokhang. Now, let's get one thing out of the way. In this episode, we are not talking about drug syndicates at the highest levels. We are not talking about drug producers making billions out of people's desperation and misery. Ang pinag-uusapan natin dito, some of the people researchers have met right in our barangays. And we focus on them only because the conversations about drug syndicates, about those preying on the weak, Those are conversations we already have, discussions about crime and justice. But where we leave off are discussions not about power, but about desperation. And that's one basic word that can maybe reopen our minds. Let's talk about desperation that pushes good people to do bad things. Here's Ika Fernandez. She's a researcher. She met people who use and sell drugs at the height of Duterte's incumbency. And she recalls here a conversation with the family of someone involved in the drug trade in one barangay. Ang kwento naman nito is that ito yung mga nasunugan nga ng bahay. And si yung nanay niya may katarata. So um, the, the particular guy who got killed, 
had just been released from prison for for um, homicide like three years prior. Uh, he was a user but not uh, a pusher. But sabi nung nanay niya, nung nasunog yung bahay nila, nagpaalam yung anak niya sa kanya na he would start selling drugs because there's no other way for them to rebuild the house. I mean, the dude uh, repairs CCTV cameras for, for a living, but even that, it's not enough with two kids and and uh, things mm-hmm. to pay for. And see, Nanay, this, this, this lovely Lola, gave her blessing to her son to do it. So, nakwento niya na parang um, wala, wala pang dalawang linggo. Um, nabigyan, like the, the son gave her like 50,000 pesos, I think, to, to build the house that was burned down. You can guess how this story turned out. And like two weeks after, her son got shut down. But it's the story that preceded that ending that words like addict and pusher make us all lose all patience for. But take away all emotion and judgment and just try to see this as a social and an economic issue at the most micro level. Like we said, maybe it's a bad decision. You can say the son had many other options. But the motivation was plainly desperate economics. And when you dive into the research, you see this in the data and you hear it again and again among families affected by the war on drugs. As Sharon said in the last episode, no choice sila eh. Kumbaga, kahit mag-ano sila dyan ang basura, hindi sapat eh. Kung nabibigyan nilang nila ng sapat na tulong yung mga mahihirap, hindi naman mangyayari yun. Hindi mangyayari. Sharon also said some people use it as a painkiller. It's a substitute for healthcare that they can't afford. Lahat yan may rason eh. Gumagamit yan kasi may nararamdaman sa katawan yan eh. Kasi minsan kapag nagdodroga yung iba, hindi nila nararamdaman. Halimbawa may sakit, hindi ko nararamdaman yung pain sa katawan ko kaya siya nagdodroga para lang hindi niya maramdaman. Hindi, kanya-kanya tayo ng reason kung bakit nangyayari yun. Some of these reasons overlap, Robbie. I hung out with young people back in 2011, 2012, 2013 and also again after the Duterte's drug war 2017, 2018 and observing them, interviewing them about what shabu in particular and drugs in general do in their lives. Tawagin na natin silang mga tambay and they also call themselves tambay. But the term itself, tambay, as I learned, doesn't mean that they're idle. In fact, they're very productive. They're very active in different income-generating activities. Marami silang hanap buhay. At yung tinatambayan nila is actually the place where they get job opportunities. Uh, people go there because they know that they can be found there. Nilalapitan sila ng mga tao. Alam na pwede silang puntahan doon. Sometimes they work as porters. They work as vendors. Sila yung mga makikita natin sa mga bus na umaakyat para magbenta ng chicharon, ng panotsya, chichiriat tubig. They also work as tricycle drivers. Sila yung nagbebenta ng mga tickets sa pier, nag-o-porter, nag-o-offer na magbuhat ng mga bagahe, construction worker din, and so many other things. And what these activities have in common, first of all, is that's very physically demanding. Hindi madaling magbuhat ng mga pinapabuhat sa kanila. And because many of the passengers 
pass through the port where they work at at night, kailangan, gising ka kung kailan may dumating. So, all of these activities, they find Shabu useful because it makes them stay awake at night. It makes them more energetic, pampagilas. That's what they call it. Opo, nag, oh, sabihin na natin yung nag-addict siya. Pero yun sa kanya, pang ano lang yun, yung kumbaga kasi tricycle driver siya nun. Eh. Kumbaga, kung sabihin nila, pampagising ng kalamnan. Kasi siyempre, puyat. Mag- so for them, shabu or methamphetamine, it's like an energy drink. It's like coffee. It's like vitamins for them. It's a potent energy booster. Ang tawag nga nila, Robbie, pampagilas. Mm, pampagilas. That's actually the title of one of your very first articles on drug use, Pampagilas. Pampagilas is their own term that they told me. I managed to talk to young people and most of them tell me that Shabu gives them confidence. Halimbawa, yung umaakit sa bus para magbenta ng chichirya. Alam mo iba, ginagamit nila yan. Para sumipag, para makapag-isip daw ng mas malawak. I remember talking to a truck driver, Robbie, and he told me na mamimili na lang daw siya. Mabangga ba ako dahil inaantok na ako o gagamit na lang ako? Kasi siyempre, puyat, mag, maghapon, magdamag, 24 hours na nagdadrive yun. Pagka hindi niya talaga kaya yung antok niya, yun, gumagamit siya. None of this is to deny the harm that can come, especially when drug use spirals out of control. Imbis na makaayos, nakakasira na. Pag sumobra talaga, wala, sira. Ganyan din yung asawa ko. Nung ano na, lumalaon na, Lana, andyan yung tinatamad ng pumasok, ayaw na magtrabaho kasi gusto matulog na lang. Paggigising, gutom, pag walang pagkain, manjujombag. Kaya nakaran, nakaranas din ako ng hindi magandang ano sa asawa ko. Kaya miwalay talaga ako kasi sobrang ano, emotional, grabe. Hindi ko, parang nano ko sarili, kundi naman ako pinanganak sa mundo para saktan lang na saktan ng asawa ko. Paano yung mga anak ko? In season one of Tokhang sa Tokhang, we spoke with Rafi Lerma, one of the photojournalists who ever since the war on drugs started under Duterte had been desperately trying to convey two things. First, just the sheer size and scale of the violence we saw on the news but cannot really fully grasp. And two, the obvious common denominator to the killings. It wasn't drugs. Poverty talaga. But later on, covering so many crime scenes and talking to the families, uh, you see that most of those people being killed are the poor. Really. I was also covering people get arrested with millions and millions of pesos worth of drugs. They don't get killed. They get due process. Ano itsura nung, nung tinitira nila? Shanty house. 
And it's not a street full of garbage. It's a creek full of garbage. And they'd live there. And sorry to say, they lived like a rat. And they were their so-called drug pushers. And this was way back July 2016. And you really see most of those who were killed were the poor. My nanay who told Ika the same message. Look, it's not a new message. I don't think we're the first one saying this, but not many people really make that connection to their own lives. Dapat bigyan nila ng chance yung mga adik na sinasabi na mabuhay ng maayos, bigyan nila ng trabaho, unawain, hindi patayin. Kasi ang kailangan nila, unawa, suporta, pagmamahal. Hindi yung para silang pumapatay ng aso lang sa kalsada. Kaya hindi na dapat yan tinuloy. Hindi nga dapat yan nangyari. Kasi kawawa yung mga taong pinapatay. If you can understand economic desperation, you can not only grasp, but even relate to how people can even be part of the drug trade. Is it really unthinkable? Peddling drugs? If you could put yourselves in the shoes, the chinelas of someone who's never won in their lives? Ano po yan eh, kasi po yung sapul po kasi nung namatay po yung asawa niya, parang tahimik lang po kasi yun eh. Ano, nanahimik lang po yun sa kwarto, bababa lang, kakain, inom ng kape. Tapos po, minsan lalabas, parang may nagaya po sa kanya na magtrabaho. Eh di naingganyo naman po kasi parang 500 a day. Ang trabaho niya lang parang ano kasi, yung pong naging amo niya, nasa drugs naman po. Nagtatrabaho. Yung parang siya yung ano ng drugs. Ang trabaho niya po dun sa amo niya, may number two po kasi yung amo niya, hatid sundo. Yung anak, kung saan pupunta sa samahan niya, yun po naging trabaho niya. Tapos po, nung natira po sila sa, ano, parang ni-raid, tapos yun, nasama siya sa, sa nahuli. Kaya po siya nakulong. Nay, ang trabaho niya ay bantay parang... Nung number two nung amo niya na lalaki. Yung pong lalaki, sindikato po ng drugs. Siya po, sa kanya po nanggagaling yung mga drugs. Kaya doon din po natuto yung anak ko. Kasi taga sa amin lang din po yun eh. Ano po ba dati ang trabaho ng anak niyo? Construction po yun eh. Kung saan saan po nakakarating yun, sa Pangasinan, sa Nueva Ecija, doon po. Tapos dahil... Bakit po siya napilitan na dun sa drugs na lang? Hmm. Eh, siguro po, parang kasing tahimik lang yung parang naiya siya sa amin na wala siyang trabaho. Tapos ngayon, siguro, kasi hindi naman po siya nakapagtapos hanggang second year high school lang. Kaya parang inano niya po na siguro para kumita din. Eh, kasi marunong naman po magmotor yun, kaya pag ano, hatid sundo niya po yung number two nung amo niya. So what we just heard is a simple narrative of how simple people who start out wanting to do good 
and even be better, end up being worse. I think we can all understand that. But hopefully, people also see how that applies to government. We've also learned that even the most well-intentioned governments and leaders can fall down the trap of bad and even deadly policies if they don't understand how good people with good intentions can get drawn into bad things. So we tend to be desensitized, I think, to these things. Um, and many people from the middle class or upper, upper middle class will say, um, but these are the dregs of society. It's, it's fine that they're, <laughs> they go, they deserved it. No, but uh, there's no way we can progress as a nation if we keep this mindset. So we're now seeing two government policies at loggerheads, no? Uh, you have the anti-poverty policy versus that other policy of drug watch lists, very, very violent anti-narcotics operations. So, anong mauuna? Anong mananaig? Yeah, war on drugs or war on the poor? Ako po si Gideon Lasco. At ako po si Robbie Alampay. You've been listening to Tokhang sa Tokhang. We are five episodes into season two now. If you haven't, do check out season one and all our past episodes. And if you find value in our conversation and in this series, please do share this with a friend. And subscribe to Tokhang sa Tokhang and follow Puma Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or kung saan man kayo Puma Podcast. Maraming salamat po.